0: So, that's just interesting that that wasn't something that came up to you, that's one of the first things I thought of.
1: I mean, parenting comes up for me a lot in everything.
0: But not creating. Welcome to The Spirited Body. This is the show where we talk about how to navigate as a spirit on the physical plane, on this planet, and we ask my spirit guides for guidance on how to do it more easily, better, how to get more out of it. Um, I'm James Baker, your host. Uh, I'm a psychic, sometimes medium, intuitive, um, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Katie.
1: Hello. I'm just here to ask the questions (laughs) because I'm just mostly confused.
0: Um, How's your week been?
1: It's been an interesting (laughs) week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You want to expand on that or? You need to leave it alone.
1: You know, it's just... A, it. It's I had this weird inclination like a few weeks ago where I, I see... that We see the same energy worker. And I was like, I want to come here four days a week and see what happens. And she was like, okay, we could do an experiment. And I was like, you idiot, Jimmy. <laughs> you, you, you didn't think that it wouldn't push growth when you <laughs> asked to double the amount of times you were... So basically, like... I think it's a culmination of like, oh, okay, you made a choice to really go there and you went there and I'm just going to sit in, it. I think. How does that
0: play out in your life?
1: I just feel, if I'm being honest, I feel really like raw and like overly vulnerable. Mm. Like when, yeah, I feel like when you go through big, you know, growth, sometimes, I mean, it's scary and I feel like all week I've kind of just wanted to be in my house and on some level I'm like okay that's okay to feel that way but you also have to just like not try to make this feeling go away and just lean into the discomfort and lean into the growth
0: yeah and and kind of what I need to ask is what are you doing with that rawness and this isn't really me asking
1: Mm. okay (laughs) okay great Um, you know it's so funny? It's it's taken over so much of my body and mind that I don't even feel like I can analyze what to do with it, which mm. is probably a good space for me. To not have to know the next step and to not have to know. Yeah. It's like I, I couldn't tell you if I if I wanted to. I don't know. I'm just I literally am just kind of being in the space. Uh, I feel very disconnected from my body though. Like I feel like I've been taken out and Yes. I just was kind of thrown in the ethers of like living this rawness and get you're getting pushed into this growth and just be there. And I, I'm kind of floating in space a little bit, to be honest with you.
0: And I think that's really uh, going to be interesting to see what you interpret this information for this week and mm-hmm. how you view it and the kind of questions that come up for you uh, and how you interpret um, how it sits with you yeah being in that, in that raw space. And I also... Do feel like I need to say to you that be careful because feeling that raw vulnerableness just to feel that raw vulnerability doesn't, it's not going to serve you as much as if you had a place to put it or if a specific area of your life that you need to feel vulnerable with. Mm. So try to apply where is that vulnerability needing to be expressed in your life? Where does it need to be present rather than just, I have this feeling, but how is it, what area of your life is it pulling you towards being more vulnerable in?
1: I can sit with that. I, I think one thing that has come up this week is just, I, I really kind of have always relied on myself as the protector and it's very hard for me to lean into others carrying that energy for me when I am in that raw vulnerable space. And I feel like I'm in such a raw vulnerable space that I have been required to lean on that strength and protective energy of those very close to me. And I think that's a very good practice for me because that is foreign. It's
0: like,
1: Mm. it's almost like, sorry, you don't get a choice. You're so raw and vulnerable. That this collective community that are your trusted sacred people are going to provide a protective energy for you and you have no choice but to lead into it and not try to handle just it accept all by it. yourself.
0: Ooh, just accept it. Mm-hmm. Oof. That yeah. one sits really weird with you. A- absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, I love that in the background. I love that that's a piece of this. Um,
1: I mean, I Because it has to...
0: I mean, given what my guides have said this week, I really feel like it plays into some of those choices that we don't understand that we're making, but we are.
1: Yeah. And I feel like it's important for people to know that like you and I don't have discussions about this ahead of time. Correct. The process that we go through is literally, I think you sent me a text last Monday. Here's, here's what I'm going to be, you know, channeling for this week. And then I said, okay. And so there's no, there's no, and all I do when you text me that, topic is I just try not to, I just try to let it sit and land and come up when it's going to come up Perfect. without any forcing. Perfect. Like, you know, don't try to prepare for the pod, just let it sit in your back, the back of your mind and just let it be there. Yeah. And then it's going to weave in your week and then it's going to show up how it's supposed to show up. So I'm very interested yes. to just be here today yeah. because I'm like, this was a very interesting week for me and it showed up in a way that I didn't think it would show up. And so I'm very interested. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the topic we're gonna to talk about today is creation. So when I told you the topic, I wanna to know like, just what were some of your initial thoughts, like, a, like just some of your initial ideas when you hear creation. It's it, what I didn't realize, because I don't think about the topic, you know what I mean? I don't, yeah. I don't. Um, that, okay, that's not 100% true. I think about the topic, but I think about it in a way when I'm gonna sit down and channel Uh, I know what the topic is because they gave it to me a long time ago and then I sit down and like expand on the topic and I kept thinking like creation this is such a huge topic like it's so general and I was panicky because I get panicky when they ask me to talk about something that I personally don't have a good understanding of or grasp of where they want me to go with it or what they want to say. And uh, even though I've been doing this for seven years, eight years now, I, I still have that trust thing to overcome where I'm like, I just need to trust that you're gonna give me the information that you want me to give and it's not on my shoulders. Um, so it's something I'm working on, but I digress. Give me, what are your initial thoughts on when I said creation? What did you, what did you think?
1: Well. You know, I did the thing where like, okay, you sent me the topic and then I wanted to go into the, well, let's prepare and what do you, and then I said, okay, that's great. And then you're just going to let it go and see what comes up. Right. Um, but my initial analytical mind was like, okay, so like the creation of human existence and religion and and all of those things, which I think are, you know, important topics. And maybe, I don't know, maybe that's what you're going to share. Um, but as the week went on, it, it was a little bit more about, uh, well, two things came up. One, uh. The creation of our own story and the creation of our own narrative was what sat with me a lot part mm, of the week. Mm, mm, mm. Like, it's all just the creation of, of our mind. Like, we are the creation of everything mm-hmm. that we are, that we think, that we belong to, that we don't belong. Like, we're just the creation. We're at the center of it all. Right, right. And that's a very uh, powerful place to be, uh, but also can be a scary place to be. And... Um,
0: that responsibility...
1: I mean, I, I don't know why I feel that way. I I, I can't tell you why. But it, it, it feels like a... It, it, like a burden? Um, a little bit. Yeah. Kind of, like... Uh, can I take a nap?
0: Kind of <laughs> of like I have to be in charge of my creation all the time? <laughs> no, no clocking out anymore?
1: Um, it, it, but it's an immense amount of... Res- like it, it, it reinforces that that self-responsibility. Yeah. Of your own life and your own yeah. thoughts and mm-hmm. your own stories and your own energy, um, so I think it. But mostly, I feel like it's an empowering thing. Um, I think it's a really interesting concept to think about the creation of your own story and your own narrative as you put it up against society, institutions, uh, neuropathways, pathways, uh, programming. Like it's really interesting to because in a way, when you when you grasp that reality that you potentially have the ability to have any narrative that you want, then you're up against all the other narratives. And then you're like, how does my narrative fit into these narratives? And it, it gets complicated yeah. and a sense of self can get really lost in that process of, and honestly that was kind of my week is like my sense of self, like where does all my narrative and truth land against other people's narrative interests? Mm. That is, that's complicated. Um, and so mm-hmm. Uh, that came up for me. And then uh, um, another thing that came up was just, I think it's very fascinating that as human beings, uh, we can like take a substance, like, I don't know, like mushrooms or MDMA or whatever it might be, and then have like a really intense, like almost creative experience where we create New realities Mm -hmm. based off of that. Mm -hmm. And I've always had curiosity around why we have to do that to get there. Like we are born in this physical body and all of these layers of stories and narratives are piled on us for years and years and years and years. And is it the piling of those things that don't allow us to access that side? And so therefore we can take something to help us get there. Um, I don't really have like an opinion, good or bad on those things. Um, But I find it fascinating that we can access this part of ourselves. And when we take something, it strips all of those stories away. So, and then it gives us an opportunity to have a different type of creation. So that came up for me as well. Hmm. And then one last thing. No, uh,
0: please. Because I'm curious because there's one thing you haven't said yet. I'm curious if you're going to get there.
1: Okay. Um, I had this, this... I, this I, weird idea around how some people are born into their bodies and souls needing to create in the world, but part of that creation comes with maybe feeling a little bit tortured. Hmm. And, and, but then we don't get that creative expression out of them without the torture that lives with it. Mm-hmm. And that is so fascinating to
0: me. It is.
1: Like, I, like this is going to be silly and this is going to speak to my... Love of 90s grunge, but like... (laughs) Like... (laughs) I have a serious problem with it. Um, But, um... Like Kurt Cobain. Mm -hmm. He's like a fascinating person Mm -hmm. to me. And when you really listen to his lyrics, they're very deep and very meaningful. But he was... He's tortured through that. Mm -hmm. You can feel his torture. Mm -hmm. But then we all get the pleasure of his creativity and creation. And that fascinates me.
0: And... I, what's important to keep in mind, it's, it, I'm glad that you're bringing up the sort of art aspect because they talk about it. And um, so keep that in mind because okay. think about how many millions of people have been and are continually, you know, to this day, even he's been dead for I don't know how long, um, how many people are continued to be affected by his work.
1: It, it blows my mind.
0: Right. So... Keep that in mind. It's really okay. good. But the one thing that's weird for me is that you didn't bring up kids.
1: Yeah. Kids didn't come up for me this week.
0: I mean, to me, like creation, like having children was like what I thought about. I'm like, are they I'm talking about having kids. Like,
1: <laughs> Isn't it human, We can just, yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't go there.
0: Isn't that weird? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's weird. It's just, it's interesting. We're both parents. And I don't know, it's it's a it's just an interesting observation. I thought for sure you'd be like, oh my God, the burden of creating. and <laughs> Children, I know you love your children, but we commiserate a lot about how difficult it is raising children. Um, so uh, that's just interesting that that wasn't something that came up to you. That's one of the first things that I thought of.
1: I mean, parenting comes up for me a lot in everything.
0: But not creating.
1: <laughs> uh, it didn't come up this week. My because do you places. think that...
0: It's funny. Do you think that it did come up with come up for you because you don't feel like it's a creative process, that it's just a biological process?
1: No, I feel the creative process in it. In <laughs> fact, I was just talking to my friend last night because they had like my friends. They just got married. They haven't had a gonna, they want to have kids. And I said, "It's." I said, "There's kind of, in my opinion, uh, two ways to go about that creation of a human. <laughs> not we're not going we to get the biological part of it, but." Um, one is that we can just, oh, great. I'm a parent. I'm just going to do what I, like how I was parented. Right. Or you can say, I'm going to pause and I'm going to see what generational cycles do I want to discontinue? Yeah. Which... Actually requires you to be triggered by the parenting and by the child. Do the work yourself. Right. Come back and then re-parent in a different yes. way and break right. the cycle. Yeah. And that's a. I think when you say like, oh, we can commiserate in that a little bit. We're doing that. Yeah. We're not just doing what we were taught. Yes. And, and in a way, that is a significant amount more of more work, and and it does involve the creation of. We I think we under, we understand and feel the magnitude. Yes. Of the creation of a human being and what we're responsible right. for.
0: Right, and it's not just the making of a physical being it's the creating a person
1: it, it's it, it, it's a it's giving like 10 episodes of it do you know what i mean yeah. that
0: that's just the difference
1: yeah
0: um so it's interesting there's almost a part of it that's an automatic pilot like mm, we we have the intercourse yeah and then we have the child and that's sort of Automatic pilot, that's biology, that's DNA, that's expression of our genetics Um, and the physical body doing exactly what it's supposed to do without our engagement necessarily, without our, you know, intellectual, emotional engagement in that process, even though I know it's part of it. I'm not saying that we don't care about our child, but it's really the creative creation part is creating a human. A person, you know, I mean, not. You, you understand what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's an interesting thing. I just thought about when we were just talking about it, because, yeah, so fascinating.
1: I like that we thought of different stuff. Yeah,
0: it's 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 an interesting topic because I, it in in the message which we'll get to just in a second, uh, stuff came up that I didn't even didn't even think about, didn't even consider, and I was like, oh. Wow, interesting. Um, yeah, anything else come to mind? You ready?
1: I'm ready. I want to hear. Let's hear. What you channel?
0: Let's hear. Okay, so this message again comes from the Council of Light. Like I said last time, um, you know, these are just my guides that that came to me. Uh, it's a collective of ascended masters. Is probably the best way I can describe it, and it's like uh, when I tap into them. It's like there's a huge table, mm. huge, like, oval-shaped table that they're sitting mm. at. Mm-hmm. And um, there's always a female, always a woman that sort of, as, like, the lead um, connection I have. Mm-hmm. She's, like, my ambassador to... to Does she, like,
1: have, like, a physical appearance?
0: Kind kind of. Okay. Um, and she sort of comes as the lead forward and then whatever i and she, she says to me whatever you want to know we've got someone here oh wow so whatever you want to know this whatever you need the person's going to come forward and be able to tell you what to do or what what about it
1: you're all, oh, okay i have Katie's <laughs> <today.">
0: <laughs> so um so it's it's sort of interesting i'm giving you like an insight
1: yeah
0: to what i'm seeing um It's interesting anyway, so, um, but when I get general knowledge like this, like they want to give me something, it feels more like it's just a whole collective talking. Like it's all of them talking to me at once. Um, and it's, it's more just that I'm conveying, I'm beaming this message into your brain and you are interpreting the information we're giving you. It's not necessarily like a voice and I'm dictating a voice. Uh, I don't know if this is interesting for you at all, but it's more, uh, it's more just like a beam of information that, that moves through me and the, the feelings and specific wording of it, I uh, just comes, I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. It's not, but it, it's not like someone's talking to me and I'm dictating. That's not how it is.
1: Okay.
0: Um, I don't know why I needed to tell you that, but I think maybe because there's a creative, and this is what they want me to tell you. This is it. What they want me to share, I don't know, they're talking about it now. I don't know why they talk about it in <laughs> the channel message. But what they're saying is understanding that uh, connection to spirit, to your guides, to your um, ancestors, angels, however, whatever spiritual being you want to connect to. Um, is a creative process because it's individual to you mm. and a lot of people like overlap in how they get information but it's unique to the person as well, it's unique to the individual and how that person specifically connects to spirit and then the spirit that, the types of spirits or the, the beings that connect to them energetically and the, the combination of an individual's vibration connected to their vibration. So, and how that process begins is a creative process. It, it, it starts with imagination and letting your mind go to allow for any possibility and understanding how to do that. It's a very difficult thing for a lot of people and being open uh, and being inquisitive and open enough to know where information's coming from.
1: That's like those layers I'm talking about, where we have all these layers of beliefs, and and until we decide to kind of unravel those, it's very hard to let other narratives come in.
0: Absolutely, it's it's the same thing. You know, when when I've had friends or talked to people about how they want to connect, or I'm helping them through the process of connecting, you know, when I'm intuiting. And helping them understand through my intuition, like I'm being told what they need to work with, invariably, it's you have an expectation of how you're going to hear the information and that expectation is not allowing you to hear it because you think it's going to be a certain way and it's not.
1: Humans are so polarized. It's like everything needs to be black and white and follow a rule. Yes. It is hard. Yeah.
0: And that's why... For anyone who wants to know this, that's why I really recommend journeying, like shamanic journeying as a pathway to connect to your spiritual side, to connect to your spirit guides, because it starts out as very imaginative. It's It requires you to be imaginative and creative. And it's like a muscle we don't often flex. And it really allows a freedom of your mind, a freedom that you don't get necessarily in the in the physical world and the spatial, you know, world. So um, yeah, it's interesting that just they were like, they want to emphasize that. They want to make sure that people understand that that even connecting to your highest self is a creative process because you it's not.
1: One plus one equals
0: one two. One plus one equals two. It's not that. It's not after A and B comes C. It's that's not that's not the process. So anyway,
1: it makes sense and doesn't make sense all yeah. the same time. <laughs> yes, right.
0: It, it does make like you can understand the the you get the feeling of it being like yeah I can totally see how erasing expectation is a is a clear way to get to a non structured. Uh, space.
1: Yeah. Interesting. I'm, I'm very here. Okay. I'm, I'm extra here.
0: Okay. This week. All right. Yeah. So So again, topic is creation. And this is channeled from the Council of Light. We are pleased with the connection and expression of our message. There is much to say to you as you attempt to navigate your lives on the planet. Next, we would like to speak to you of creation. The idea of creation encompasses many things and ideas. It is closely related to manifestation and also brings about the ideas of religion and the start of life as you have come to understand it. And I think that it's funny because when I... And you'll see sort of as we go through the message how like the second they brought up religion, I was like, woof, this topic is too big. Like I was like, you're going to... You want me to talk about... Really like this creationism like <laughs> creation of this world and that makes me panicked and it's when I Sort of get nervous that I it's harder for me to connect um, So it's just interesting
1: So you're immediately triggered by
0: <laughs> Paragraph in yeah. and I'm ready to go um, Many thoughts so we're going back to the channel many thoughts flow from humans about the nature of your existence Where did you come from and what does it mean? that I know myself and can inquire about who I am and what I want. What is the purpose? And you feel you may get close to these answers. If you know how it started, how you came to be here and the process that created the world that you live on and understand.
1: So what there's, or is what they're saying? Like if you feel like solid and under that understanding, then you feel like, safe and maybe that like
0: yeah but i think people i think what they're saying is you know this world is difficult sometimes to understand and um i know i'm aware of myself which means i have a uh an insight why am i here and people think that knowing the answer of where they came from will answer the, why am I here? I see. So this emphasis on how it started, why am I here, how did this get created, will somehow give them the answers that they seek.
1: So that's interesting. So one of the things, if I can real quick, that came up this week. So um, months ago, I started saying, okay, I think you're ready to deconstruct your religious upbringing and ask a few more questions and really get to the heart of this and it was a very um internal process I didn't share it with a lot of people and it was um but when I lived in that internal space it was very liberating and then when I kind of moved on to the next step of like talking about it a little bit more even with just like close safe people I suddenly became completely ungrounded during that time in the last couple weeks because I didn't realize that that served a certain purpose kind of to what you're talking about. There's a certain safety in those beliefs, but that is maybe an illusion. And I was clinging to that illusion pretty tight
0: and it's, yeah. And I think they talked about it a little bit later, but it's like, how do those two things equate? Do they equate? Yeah. Does, if you have an understanding of why you're, of, of where you came from or how this whole world started, does that give you a real clear idea of your purpose? Do those things equal each other? I don't know. I, I, I don't but it makes sense. I mean, like, in cognitively, I go, well, sure, you want to, to go back to the beginning, and then if for if, if we understand the beginning, then we'll understand what we're doing here. Um, like, that's going to give us an answer about how we, how we should behave and what we should do next.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, OK, so. Uh, Uh, And you feel you may get close to these answers if you know how you started, how you came to be here, and the process that created the world that you live on and understand. This is an involved process with many parts and happenings that you cannot know or fully understand.
1: Like ever? Okay.
0: Creation of the physical world was and is inevitable. It is something that cannot happen within the existence of the energetic world. The notion that you exist out of a thought of a being's will is not totally accurate, but not inaccurate either. It is difficult to break the molds of understanding that currently exist in your world and overlay them with the actual fact of what is happening. It's a lot.
1: (laughs) It's a lot.
0: It's a lot. The interplay of energy and exchange of energetic momentum and movement is constant between our places, meaning the spiritual side and our physical side. The information, energy, and propulsion that comes from your decisions, actions, and connections fuels and propels the energetic world in which we exist. The interdependence is unquestionable. It is also true that a large portion of the explanation of creation of the physical world is your basic understanding of time. It is implied that time moves in a linear fashion on Earth as this is what is needed to learn and understand consequences. This basic attempt to find the origin point is fruitless as your understanding of time is not correct. This is similar to finding a start to a circle But it's really like finding the starting point on a sphere. What is the starting point of infinite circles? (laughs) It's a lot.
1: It's a lot.
0: It's a lot. So I think it's just something, a concept they've constantly said to me is time is not real. Time is not as you understand it time is a physical phenomenon um, as we our interpretation of time exists here in the physical plane because part of what we need to do is have consequences we need to have an action and then a consequence and we can't we can't learn unless there's time and a consequence can't happen unless there's time
1: and at the same time there's no time yes okay. <laughs> Just making sure I got that. Yeah,
0: and the understanding. Mean, I mean, stuff that they've showed me that have like really blown me away. Like that, I, I don't think we need to talk about at this particular moment. But um, uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting. Um,
1: like time exists for a reason mm-hmm. in the human experience. Yes. And outside of the human experience, there really isn't time.
0: Correct. Okay. Yes. And not in the way that we get it. Not in our sort of limited capacity. So we have capacity. to
1: learn how those two things exist at the same time.
0: It, or, or accept. Okay. More an acceptance. That we need to recognize that we don't know everything. And part of what we're doing here is that we don't... We're not supposed to know everything. Okay. And that it doesn't matter that we don't know everything. And like our... We have an emphasis on it. Um, um, but just accepting those ideas that in in the structure I have now I cannot understand time as it applies to the creation of our physical world
1: okay
0: um, and that it's an important aspect so um, this is similar to finding the start to a circle so we have a circle where is the starting point of that circle can't really say but the complexity is more like a the starting point of a sphere where it can go in any direction you have infinite circles creating the sphere where is the starting point of that does the starting point even exist even though the thing itself exists (laughs) right oh dear yeah
1: there's a good reason why you don't read these things to
0: me Um, what is the starting point of infinite circles this is not to say that your drive to find the start The creation point is not understandable. It is merely misplaced. Humans are in constant search of this answer and problem. It is funny that the mystery of your existence is considered a problem to solve. That just gave me the chills. And usually when I get the chills like that, it's like, they're like, this is a biggie.
1: Say it one more time.
0: Humans are in constant search of this answer and problem. It is funny that the mystery of your existence is considered a problem to solve. Wow. I mean, that's... I mean... That's big.
1: That's really big. Think about... Think about how many of us have... I mean, think about the magnitude of human beings trying to solve that. And then they're like, that's bullshit. Why are you doing
0: Why it? Why are you doing it?
1: But it's a huge part of human existence.
0: Yeah. And w- wouldn't it be so much more liberating and uh, um, uh, pres- present in just accepting that you are?
1: That, that my body kind of like, huh, ah, when you said that, like, oh, okay. Phew. I don't have to worry about that.
0: Yeah. That's a big one.
1: That's a big
0: one. And I think that, like, that's the takeaway for me, right, so far. (laughs) Right? Instead of figuring out why, just accept that you are.
1: And think about how much divide is created amongst human beings. Because we all have our own theory about it. And And so it's like... Who's
0: riding the dinosaurs?
1: And it's like all... It, it, it's a problem that none of us need to solve and many of us are trying to solve it and through the solving of it we create divide conflict and we really shouldn't be doing it in
0: isolation time. and what's the point in that what is the point in that
1: that's a lot of human suffering right? they're nailed down to that one uh, concept
0: that one concept
1: ooh girl <laughs> <laughs> whenever I like last week when I left this my partner was like how'd it go I'm like Ooh, that's a loaded question. I'll talk to you about it later. It's not a one-minute answer.
0: Okay, so uh, your beginnings and the beginnings of the universe are the same and reliant upon each other. And then they gave me this image of like a donut, a donut shape, not a real donut. I went for the sprinkle (laughs) right away. Like a donut shape with motion and it was like The motion was coming from the center underneath the donut and moving around the edges of the donut and back into the center of the donut and drawn down slightly into like a kind of a cone shape through the bottom. And that was the image they gave me of like how how the universe functions. I don't really understand it, but it was like, this is what it is.
1: I mean, if you don't understand it, I'm like, you like yours behind you. So yeah, I don't. That is, I'll have to sit with that one for for
0: maybe the rest of my life. Okay, so that so the shape of that donut thing, and they said the start is the same as the middle, and the creation of the start is because we already exist. Are you writing Kurt Cobain? Yes. 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 Okay. The start is the same as the middle, and the creation of the start is because we already exist.
1: I'm gonna be a bad co-host this week because I I just don't even have anything to say. Yeah. I just have to like sit with these. I big mean, things.
0: what's interesting is I think the takeaway is a we can't quite get it right. We can't quite grasp. There's an understanding in it, like. We exist because we exist, and the start exists because we exist, and that there's there's no there's no start. It just is, in a sense, and we just need to accept that that is what's happening. Because in some way, for me at least, I don't know if it's because I have that a connection to it, but there's a resonance where I know that oh, like this is a. This is, uh, it's here because it's here.
1: But do you see what I did there? You, you just told me in the paragraph before, you don't need to worry about figuring it out. And then in the next one, I'm like, oh, i got to sit with that. i got to try to figure that. out. <laughs> Our human brains. Yeah.
0: And it's, uh, so it's, I think there's a, there's a, there's a, almost a piece with, oh, it just exists. It just exists. Like, I don't need to, I just need to understand it exists. What's the, why, why go further? Why? What's the fucking point?
1: I mean, in a way, it's a little bit of relief. Yeah. It's, it's like a warm blanket. I don't I, Got have, you. You I
0: don't can. have to have that responsibility.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't need to have the responsibility of figuring out the why and the how. I can be interested. It can be a fascination but that shouldn't be the determination of what I do and how I do it. You know, like that isn't, that isn't the root of my existence.
1: That is important to hear from, I think, not only myself, but from probably many, many people.
0: This is a confusing, back to the channel. This is a confusing matrix for you to understand and it is the best way we can provide to you with at the moment, best we can provide you with at this moment. This is perhaps why you are so fascinated by the answer, because it is out of your grasp of understanding. More more so, we would like you to understand why the creation of the universe is of such importance to you. What will knowledge provide? Will it change your existence in some way? Will it change your choices, your relationships? If so, why? This question of the start of creation is not the driver of your existence.
1: But many, many, many of us live our life from that space.
0: Yeah, and like really thinking about like, it's, will it change anything? will it change your choices? If you know how we were created, how this physical world came into existence, step A, B, C, and D, is that going to change how you behave right now?
1: No, but I do think that from maybe the religious perspective, the other side of that, like not how you were created, but where you go after you're not here anymore, That's the part that influences people's decisions. Yes, but it's all wrapped up together. It it is all wrapped up together It's very much wrapped up together.
0: So then I asked after this huge thing. I jump in and I'm like what wait a minute Then why is the physical world needed? That was what I asked them and this is what the council said This is a better question to ask as it speaks to the greater purpose and use in the physical plane contrast does not exist in the spiritual side not in the way that you experience it in the physical communion agreement peace are achieved instantaneously even between different vibrational resonances which are the only defining characteristics here the physical world provides the opportunity for producing the energy of overcoming separation to communion this energy shift is powerful and creates momentum and energetic movement that creates expansion of knowledge, truth, and expression. It creates greater communion and understanding in both the physical realm and energetic. The goal is to move toward greater communion on earth so you will all develop toward oneness. This is the point at which a great change will occur. A metamorphosis into a new form of human merely due to connection understanding and recognition. This is why the physical exists to create the movement of energy, the expansion of energy that does not exist on our side.
1: I think I need to put like spirituality for dummies in my <laughs> Amazon shopping cart right now. Holy shit. I mean, yeah. Can you just read the last line one more time? Cause it kind of sums it up a little bit.
0: This is why the physical exists. To create the movement of energy, the expansion of energy that does not exist on our side. So, because there is no differentiation, very little differentiation on the spiritual side, there's nothing to overcome. There's no reach for communion, there's no barrier to communion. So, here on the physical, we experience difference, contrast immediately. We are separate, 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 separate. And that overcoming of separateness to communion, where I don't, your physical is not interfering with my understanding of you, and my physical is not interfering with your understanding of me, and we can commune and connect, that is an achievement. (laughs) <laughs> that is an energetic um, release.
1: So let me see if I understand on the spiritual energetic on the other side there is no contrast correct in the physical world we're all contrast
0: It's all contrast
1: But the guides would like us to move towards an expansion of that into the oneness
0: yeah because that's, that's a constant like our, like, overcoming human
1: experience mission yes. Okay.
0: Communion, and it's not just communion with other people. It's communion with ourselves. With our highest self, the part of us that exists I was going to on say, that side. What
1: happens when others don't want to participate in that?
0: They don't. They don't. Okay. This energy is generated through all forms of communion, including creation. While these questions are important to your understanding and feelings of comfort on the physical plane, we want you to understand that truly living your life here by connecting to who you are will make these questions less important. These questions will disappear from your consciousness as you are more aligned with your greater self. Rather than the inquiry of how or why your creation has occurred, we invite you to focus on how to create. How can you create the life and work expression that is needed in the world? Think. <laughs> Absorb. I know I ask you
1: to read a lot.
0: No. I, 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 I mean, go. The,
1: the, just the last sentence again.
0: Well, rather than the inquiry of how or why your creation has occurred, we invite you to focus on how to create. Okay. How can you create the life work expression that is needed in the world? So
1: it's like so much of us have devoted so much energy into the meaning of it in rather the expansion of it.
0: Yes. Okay. And the expression of it, the expression of who you are. Yeah. I mean, and then for me, when they said this, I was like, Oh, I know that when I tap into my highest self, and whether I'm meditating or having an amazing moment with my partner or my kids, uh, why I'm here is not even a—it's not even a, a, a thread in my existence. It's not even a thread in my consciousness. Does that make sense? Like I understand that—that that becomes a whole lot less important. It's—it's it's moot. It's what's why. Like, that connection is all that I need.
1: I I see how it's not. I see how that connection is not connected to answering that question. Yeah.
0: And and you're right. How much time people spend paying attention to that question rather than what's in front of them. It's
1: mind-blowing, actually. If you really can sit in that.
0: Yeah. This is vitally important for you as things that you create can exist beyond you and have the power to affect and influence the world beyond what your internal expression can provide. Creation is a broad term and we invite you to explore all the ways that you create in your world. Children, art, work, food, homes, spaces. This is almost endless. We invite you to expand your understanding of everything that you create as these are traces that you leave behind of who you are? What do you want to leave behind? How will you be known and understood? Is it an expression of communion, connection, and harmony, or one of isolation, separateness? As we speak to you, these speak these words to you, which is more energetically exciting and joyous? Which one resonates deep inside of you? You are all called toward communion which is why you all know the resonant vibration of connection at the soul level. We often speak about the need to align with your soul and to move from the place of your highest self. We know that you feel that soul connection when you meet another open soul, but we also want you to understand that creation is a window to your soul as well, and your creations can have impact on your world just as living with an exposed soul let us provide an example think of the great pieces of art creation in your world there are pieces of art that have survived hundreds of years and are visited and viewed millions of times the works of art are so powerful and moving because they represent the perfect alignment of the creator's soul that is expressed on the canvas or in the stone the artist has felt the urge the calling, the desire to express something deep inside. They feel a pull from their deepest recesses and work to express this as clearly and in as unlimited a way that they can. This is a communication as directly from their soul as possible. We can see and feel their soul, their highest self. They have allowed the opening of their soul to imbue the creation with the weight and power of their highest self. The closer to the most pure expression of their soul, the greater the impact on those around them, the greater the draw and more powerful the pull.
1: So like, like you said, like the greater the draw is like the deeper they have that connection with self to express it in there. Yes. And,
0: yeah. and the more unfiltered it is. So I don't know. Have you ever been to Italy? No. So when I was a kid, I went on a trip to Italy, and um, we went and saw the David. And I haven't been, you know, to see the David in decades. So I know I've heard it's changed, but I remember walking into the museum, and I was thinking, oh my god, this is going to be boring as shit. We had to wait in line to go see the Mona Lisa, and what a fucking crock that was. I was so disappointed. <laughs> and, but when you walked into that museum. And the David is standing there. It, no one speaks. It was, it was a, I want to say religious experience, but it was, everybody is just in awe. Like, literal awe. I don't know why. I don't know. But I, I was speechless. It was so moving. It just pulled at me. And I'm sure people have experienced that with music, with Uh, different pieces of art, but it's that the closer and more pure that expression, that pulling out from who they really are without any limits or influence, the, the greater power it has to pull that soul connection out of us. And so there are plenty of works. Like I said, all those different artworks that hug at that piece, and you know what I'm talking about, and that's really that unfiltered soul expression in physical form, and that holds the power. That's why that stuff lasts, because it, it holds the power of their soul, their highest self, their unfettered uniqueness.
1: So if our, if our job in the physical world is to, I don't know if this is the best way to say it, but like overcome that, that physical barrier and that, and that disconnection, it sounds like the start of that is the deepest connection with self that we can get because that's the way to achieve that connection with others.
0: Absolutely. Yes. The physical manifestation of a creator's soul holds power. It continues to hold power as an opening to the alignment to the other side. It is as if the shade has been lifted and the light of the energetic side of the universe is allowed to pour through without limitation. These works are merely an example of what we ask for you to consider. How much of your soul are you allowing into your creations? Are you creating to attain a standard or are you creating as an expression of your soul? Broaden your understanding of creating and creation. This goes well beyond art, but includes your day, your work, your food, your interactions with your family and loved ones. It is your relationships, gifts, notes, homes, rooms, vacations. These are all expressions of you, and you are creating them. Recognize the call to create from your soul. Create in ways that allow lasting effects on the world around you. That's so,
1: yeah, we're going to say that one more time. Sorry.
0: Create in ways that allow lasting effects on the world around you. Think of your creations as small windows to your highest self so others can feel connected and drawn out. Imagine leaving these points of connection all over your life. These points act as magnets to draw out another's highest self as a magnet. Think of the change in humanity that will occur if your creations are all drawing out another's desire for communion, another soul's expression. Remember that you cannot get it wrong. You are supported and loved always. Wow.
1: I love that you cannot get it wrong.
0: cannot get it wrong. What do we think? Does that feel I mean, I, like more responsibility?
1: <laughs> I was yeah, I mean, that was a journey. I was say that <laughs> to go on that with you, that was a journey. Um, I, I kinda don't know where to begin with that one, but it I feel like the theme from last week and this week is still that underlying expression of you with the layers taken back of you should do this you should do that you should do this this is what this means this is what that means it's like deconstructing that and just reaching for that that authentic soul inside to be able to access these parts of you and not only access but express those parts of you that's a different level of vulnerability to put it out there and um I think that I'll, i guess I can only speak for myself, but I think that putting that level of vulnerability out there is scary. And I want to know, maybe, maybe they could answer. How do you get past that fear, uh, of that really vulnerable space to put yourself out in that way is a very vulnerable space. And fear is very powerful. and wants to protect that.
0: Yeah. And when you are connected, when you are connected to your highest self, fear doesn't exist. It's like, uh, you know, arguing with the deepest truth, no argument. And you don't, when you are truly connected, you don't need to feel, uh, you won't feel those, those expressions of fear or reluctance. Because the power that comes from your absolute truth is, uh, It it, it is inarguable. There's nothing to fight about. And uh, people argue their truth but they're not speaking from their highest self-truth. They're speaking of a truth because other people are booing them up. Because that, uh, the difference is argument versus no argument, fight versus no fight. Like if someone's fighting with you about their truth, that's not their truest highest self that's talking It's their beliefs in the, in stemming from this physical world. It's not coming from their highest self because highest self discussion is detached and uh, uh, not emotionally charged.
1: Mm, It just is.
0: It just is. And that's the difference. And that's how you know if you were arguing with someone, there's, there's deeper issues going on or they're screaming and that's, that's. That's not highest self truth, so fear will disappear with with that true connection I think so
1: how would you tell someone what if someone said like I'm just so afraid of you know how do you even dip into that world? What's like the starting point of dipping into truth like that? um curiosity meditation
0: uh, uh, you have to develop that recognition of what your truest self feels like so many real people comfortable with you yeah and and it's um it's that one of the things that you can really determine if you're connecting with your highest self is your ability to maintain emotional neutrality so you don't get drawn in one you know uh, uh, you, you don't get drawn into to high emotional engagement. You can feel high emotion, but you're not emotional. So you feel that
1: different.
0: So a high emotion is you feel this deep sense of connection, of power, of strength, of solidity, of, uh, of assuredness. So much so that you don't need to become aggressive in your emotion about it. It's. It exists so positively that nobody's going to say nothing at all about what you're doing that's going to make you question it. So there's no argument. So there's not an emotional, oh, child, no, you can't." It's, that does not That's not correct. That If you are feeling highly emotional, you are not connected to your highest self. That's one way you can tell. And so what they have expressed to me is you can just review your day. If you want to start learning how to find that center, review your day. Think of a conflict or an interaction you had that day where you were highly emotional, like traffic, something stupid. You know, someone cuts you off and you honk or you get really angry. Um, You can just meditate on that or, or hold that moment in your mind and question why did i feel that way is that important to me what what would i do if i was really understood my emotional removal that this has nothing to do with me and my existence and review those small interactions and come from a place of you're by yourself no one gets to see or feel or hear what you're thinking you are 100 percent in your head and your only reference point is you and feel, oh, you will feel, you will begin to recognize that emotional neutral place. You're not emotionless. You're just not emotionally charged.
1: Yeah, so what's interesting is, um, it's very fascinating that this has come up in this way this week. Because I have felt so um, detached from self this week. So like, I can't, I don't even know where to grasp to get it back. And it's Mm. a good reminder. Do you want to tell me something? Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Uh, You are seeking yourself in this past week, whether you recognize it or not, you are seeking yourself in the world around you rather than the world inside. That That is why, that is why you can't find it. You are trying to reconnect to your, self in relation to your work and your family and your parents and that's where you're trying to find it and you have to stay grounded you have to look for it internally
1: yeah it it reminds me there's been a couple times where i've been this way um and one time in particular was maybe i don't know six months ago a year ago and I remember one day, all of a sudden, just being flooded with the truth, and then I just went, "Ha, huh, okay, you're fine." Yeah. And so, I don't know. Maybe part of maybe part of this week for me is just just be, and maybe it's not fine. Okay, give me that truth. Give me. Let me embody that truth so I can make this uh, discomfort go away. Maybe it's okay that I'm a little uncomfortable, and. And maybe I can just trust that when that truth comes in and connects me back to that place of self, it will come. And maybe in the meantime, I can just sit in the discomfort. Or do you think there's something I need specifically to do? No,
0: I think that you need to work on tethering yourself to your internal highest self because you still are understanding you have an unconscious attachment to your physical life as it's been constructed
1: mm-hmm. I feel that
0: and the 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 power that you're gonna get is by connecting that rawness that vulnerability is is, is a comparison it's felt because it's a it's a it's a um, comparison or 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 like uh, like relating this feeling to others in your life
1: and I just need to relate it to self
0: yes and that you need to say wait a minute I, this is what, what is my highest self where is that where is this and not worry about the, 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 the connections that you have physically around you this is what you're being called to do because you're still trying to figure it out in the sense of your life. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like you're trying to figure out in terms of your day to day and you haven't, you're not, you are not connecting it to your highest self in the way that you need to. You're looking for independence and detachment as being, um, as being defined by like differences in belief of religion and, the constructs of society and and all these things that are placed on you. And and you're looking for that definition of self as other than what you were raised with. Mm. But that
1: person was there the whole time.
0: And and instead of just connecting to your highest self and figuring out what that is.
1: Okay.
0: Does that make sense? It's you are not defined by relation or lack of relation to others in your life. That is not how you define yourself. You define yourself by how do I connect with my highest self?
1: Yeah, so that's funny because um, a few days ago, I had a, an energy, a different, different energy person. <laughs> and I had a session and she said, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do some cord cutting. And what was fascinating about it, I've done those before. But she said, remember, an important part of the cord cutting is you don't just cut the cord and then let your cord go. I mean, you have to connect that cord to your highest self. Mm-hmm. And and that's where your energy needs to come from. So thank you again. For, <laughs> the universe is like, we're going to give you this message. So uh, you yeah. can hear it the first time.
0: So um, that's a lot of information. And uh, for me, I think the powerful things is to understand how much of your life is actual creation. And uh, for me, that idea of what do you want to leave behind? What do you want to be known for? Is, is your need to be right what you want to leave behind? Absolutely not. Is it, that, you know, like this idea of like these little, little lights of these pinholes that you leave behind of light that's calling other people to to express their soul to shift to create greater alignment i that idea is so powerful to me that we you know people talk about like oh when i'm gone what am i going to leave behind and and people are really looking at the wrong things like this tells me people are not paying attention to like their everyday life is a creation And where is that creation coming from? What is it motivated by? How is it? Do I leave that connection behind? Do I leave that trace of connection? Or do I just vanish into myself with not no connection with no. I don't leave any access point to higher understanding or higher knowledge or connection to the other side or the soul. Um, to me, that's super powerful, and that we are here to create that and we can leave it behind so that everybody can benefit from that. And I just think that's a I mean, imagine raising a child who understands how to connect to themselves and hold that in such high regard that they are an open source for everybody that needs them. I feel liberated and (laughs) got some 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 things to process yeah and some work to do stop asking questions that don't need to be asked right just accept and connect those questions will become meaningless There you go. That's your assignment for the week. <laughs> Something simple. Um, I, it was very fascinating about
1: this is when you said, hey, will you do this podcast? I'm like, sure, I can just ask questions. I, you know, I just understand such a small fraction of what you say most of the time, and so I'm like always curious, but I will tell you, I didn't realize what I was signing up for. <laughs> I didn't realize the, the deep personal impact that this kind of project that we're doing together would have on me. And so I'm really grateful that you invited me into this experience because it's really powerful to unpack some of these things and to just sit in them. Yeah. And to just try to, try to understand while not trying to understand. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> right,
0: right. Well, I mean, I'd love to bring this together. So thank you. And uh, all right. We'll see you guys next podcast with the next topic um, that my guides want to share with us. Have a great week. I'm James. I'm
1: Katie. We'll see you next week. See you next week.